Hello, this is David Geckel from Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm a Leeds United fan. Ooh. And we're back, bitches, and we're never fucking leaving. Sure about and that? you're listening to the DU Football Show. <laughs> That's Actually, the one thing he said that was true, is you are listening to the DU Football <laughs> yeah. Show. Yeah, I do like how you you pinged that absolutely perfectly, Thank Sam. you very That's much. really brilliant it's on your part. It's a Christmas miracle. I know, and it's our Festivus show, Sammy. I got a lot of shit to say to you people, and now you're going to hear about it. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. You know what that feels like? Do you remember the time Thierry Henry passed a penalty to Robert Perez? Yes. That's what that felt like. That's exactly what that felt like. It was fucking brilliant, that. I was going to kind of (laughs) say... Feels like sliding into the corner after scoring a goal. <laughs> That's right. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of a limited Premier League is told by two <laughs> common American <laughs> schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and with the perfectly weighted pass is my co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how the fuck you doing? Nine working days left. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of get through it yes. all. Just... Just survive in advance, baby. That's survive it. in advance. It is purely adrenaline at this point. I'm fucking over it. I'll tell you that. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sam Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. We are at DU Football Show on all of your various forms of social media. Fear not for the email that he's about to mention. I can actually check it now, so it'll be okay. Start emailing again. <laughs> DU Football Show at gmail.com uh, to get in touch via email that Sam will check, and I won't. Uh, and then, of course, you can always check out our Patreon if you want to see all the extra, or not see, but hear all the extra stuff, uh, which is sound check and injury time, our pre show and preview show. Um, for just five bucks a month, patreon.com backslash DU football show. And then uh, the DU drip shack on all of our social media accounts. You have the link in the bio uh, and you can check out all of our merch. Very good. Very yeah. good. Love it. Yeah. I'm wearing the, it's a uh, can't tell, but it's the 29.7% of the time. <laughs> it works a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> or as I like to call it, Sam, the good old days. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. What we drink it, Sammy? Sorry, I was being a whore. Oh, that's perfectly uh, fine. <laughs> you are a damn fine whore at that. <laughs> this Got the is little the, rouge on the cheeks? Because the, the sailors guys, like the that. The guys like that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the Starlight Distillery Single Barrel. Um uh, old Rickhouse rye whiskey finished in grape brandy barrels. Uh, 111 proof. This is a single barrel selection by the syndicate, uh, which mm-hmm. we've mentioned before, that group, um, All View Liquors and um, uh, Drug City Liquors mm-hmm. in Dundalk. Uh, together, uh, pick bottles and split the, uh, or pick barrels, I'm sorry, and Real split quick, the barrels. Sammy, I don't think that's the, the grape brandy was the one we had before. I think that's the uh, 
the French oak. It says right there. Ah, huh, we must have had the French oak the fr- last time. Yeah, then. so we're uh, flip flop fresh opened. Yep. Yep. Uh, so 111 proof. Um, what did you pay for this? I was 60 bucks because, well, I bought all three, so I got it on discount. Would have probably been about 65, 70. Gotcha. It's delicious. There's a nice little kind of cognac sweetness up front. Obviously, it's not limousine wood, uh, or it would have said that. It would have said cognac barrels. Right. It's just generic French barrels um, that previously held brandy, but it's it's delicious. Kind of takes the bite off the rye a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you still get a little bit of pepper on the finish. I don't get a ton, but a nice little sweetness up front that you don't normally have with rye. It's delightful. I realized I didn't give producer Melanie, so I want to go ahead and pass it along to her to let her try some too. Okay, great. Well, hey, Sam, what else should you do? That's delicious. Uh, drink responsibly. Very good. Well, let's have ourselves a hell of a show, kids. Let's do that. Wonderful. <laughs> she sneaks in <laughs> one more sip. And a girl. There's a reason why I married that woman. Only four matches and only one segment. So let's go to it right in order, Sammy. Arsenal 4, Leeds 1, Manchester City 4, Newcastle 0, Wolverhampton 0, Chelsea 0, Tottenham 2, Liverpool 2. Um, Leeds barely have a squad, but no one has COVID, so who fucking cares? Yeah, basically. <laughs> they had a 15-year-old kid on the bench for this one. Yeah, brilliant. Like, fuck. And for Arsenal's sake, I mean, you can only play what's in front of you, right? Uh, oh, and, of course. Um, it, It's nice to see the lessons of a couple of weeks ago against you lot learned and played out in front of us in real time. Go get the goals. Put it away. Don't yeah. let it. Don't let it be a don't, fucking question. Exactly. And Arsenal did just that. I mean, they went. They were on it from the start. Um, possession was almost even, but Arsenal dominated the chances. It was. It was an all around great performance. Now that being said, no Calvin Phillips, mm-hmm. Rafinha's really and Stuart Dallas are really the only two outfield players that are fit. It's, it's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty easy for your um, defense to go. Uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, stop he's, him. And he still got his goal. He, I mean, obviously a penalty, but he still got his goal. But outside of that, he was like, hmm, wonder where. Especially then, also, um, uh, was it Roberts that came up with a dead leg midway through the first half? Yeah, I yeah. Think so yeah, so it's like, right. okay, so there's someone who at least fills in and can give you minutes and is a decent player. And he gets hurt while the game's going on. Well, I, the first thing I thought when I saw Tyler Roberts on the field was, um, did Bielsa just kind of go around the training ground? To, hey, uh, who looks like Calvin Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> just trick Arsenal into thinking Calvin Phillips is here. Right. Maybe, great. maybe they'll fall for it. <laughs> well, and honestly, I mean, you're obviously going to get into the goals and everything, but just from someone that's not an Arsenal supporter and just a – you know, a, a neutral viewer in all this. All three goals in the first half, direct result of the fact that Calvin Phillips wasn't holding it Absolutely, down right yeah, in front. Because you went right fucking through, I mean, yeah. right through the gut of him. Absolutely. Uh, Martinelli's was a bit fortunate. There's a, mm-hmm. a little bouncing around there, um, the first one. Uh, but some fortune, I, I wouldn't say, is something we've had a ton of no. um, in the last few years. So that was nice to see. Uh, and somebody to actually get on the fucking end of it uh, was 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 nice. His second goal was fantastic. What mm. a, a brilliant through ball! Good strength, good balance. Held the defender off, took the ball in stride, and then had the composure to just dink the ball over Meslier, who came out and went low, obviously right. as he should have. Um, but Martinelli, great control, little dink over the top was was fantastic. 
Uh, Saka, little fortunate as well. Deflection took it away from uh, 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 Meslier, who had already made his decision uh, as to where he was going. Tried to come back to the ball, but couldn't. Ended up beating him near post. Um, but that's not where Saka was shooting uh, initially. Um, and then the the, the fourth was um, ESR was ESR coming on, of course. And that was a great goal. I mean, it was the whole thing was fantastic. But Leeds. Even with the with the ESR goal, Lee just backed off and backed off and backed off again. I mean, it was just so a con- much room, a constant thing that we've we've been seeing. It was great work from Tamiyashu, and then again from Saka, who who found ESR with a well timed run, but he cut inside and the Leeds defense just kept backing off and backing off. Kind of like how your defense uh, backed off of uh, Damari Gray as he put yeah. up up off the post. You're exactly, you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. It was just like that. Yeah. 100%. The youth movement, man. The kids are here. The kids are ready to fucking play. Oh, yeah. And now that Martinelli's healthy, he's he clearly has an eye on wanting to be on the pitch and contributing to this squad. He's already scored as many goals as he has or more than the last two seasons in the Premier League. I posed this question to you a few weeks ago, and you were like, eh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. What if Barca, because they're desperate to put themselves now, they need to get themselves a Champions League spot, which, by the way, they're currently in eighth in La Liga, right? Imagine, there could be a world next year where Barca fucking Lona is not in the fucking Champions League. You think they might come calling for uh, somebody like Abba? He's on the outs, and and two weeks ago, you were like, nah, I think we keep him. Do you go ahead and sell him now? I would like to keep him. He has scored big goals for Arsenal. He has shown that he is a man for an occasion. You know, FA Cup final, uh, the the semifinal against Manchester City. He's shown that he is the man for for the occasion. But for the last season and a half, he's been misfiring. It it hasn't really come off, and I'm not sure what it is um, with him. I uh, spoke about... Previously, in, in previous seasons, Aubameyang, a lot of his game is based largely on pace. Right. And as he's getting older, that pace is starting to wane a bit. And I'm not sure <clears throat> if that's the problem, because he's not getting as many chances as he normally does. Right. But even the ones that do fall to him, it looks like he's completely bereft of confidence. Well, Sam, I can tell you right now, let me reach over here, because I have... All the documents. I can tell you exactly what it was. The uh, Shycoms at the uh, Premier League reached out to Aubameyang and let him know that uh, um, Houston was dumb enough to draft you again in his fantasy league. (laughs) And and he just went, oh, yeah, he's the one who called me Obama. Fuck that guy. I'm not doing shit. Who cares about my own personal glory? There's some fat middle-aged bald guy who has me on his fantasy team in America. Fuck him. And he's stopped doing well since. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, That's pretty good. Gunners now find themselves solidly, I mean, solidly in fourth place. I We're mean, four they, points above West Ham. Yeah. The, on, the only exception to that rule is, is Spurs because they have so many games in hand. But like you said, points on the board before games in hand Absolutely, every time. 100%. So, um, you never know what kind of injuries you're going to end up picking up. Yeah. More COVID. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Right, um, might might get uh might get uh kicked out of a tournament because you uh, couldn't field a team and play your second leg. You know, oh, they got kicked out of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's I'm saying. They're done. It's, it's, yeah. they they couldn't even make it through the group stage of the Europa Conference League. Yeah, 
Your Tottenham Hotspur, ladies and gentlemen. I thought it was the Europa Conference Federation League uh, trophy. It's, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> we might as well put him in the Papa John's cup. <laughs> Very good. Um, but yeah, it, it for us it was it was a great it was a great weekend. Um, bouncing back the last two results after our uh, our stutter against you was was really good to see. Um, and I think the boys are starting to get a little bit of maturity. We haven't really missed uh, Sambi Lakanga mm-hmm. as much as I thought we would. Um, granted, Xhaka's been playing pretty well, uh, yeah. to be honest, since he's come back in. Should have saw yellow. Well, he had, he had a, it's funny. He has a foul, and we'll, there, there's more of this in greater detail later in, the, uh, later in the recap of the games. But he has a foul that's clearly a yellow card for his foul, and then... Gelhart, like literally five minutes later, does the exact same foul and gets a yellow card for it. You're like, okay, well, let's see how this works. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the penalty was absolutely a penalty for Leeds. Uh, oh, absolutely. Goal. Ben White completely missed the ball, scissored the yeah. whole nine. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I think on a different day with the the scissor aspect of it, especially, could have been a red. Right. Uh, to be honest, now it it wasn't that rash of a tackle. I guess. I mean, he was in control of himself. Um, it, it, it wasn't so, I guess, brazen or violent as some others have been. Right. But, um, but yeah, that scissor motion can always get you in, in trouble. Oh, yeah. It's it's not and a it's good thing to do. That or like a seeing the sole of the foot, unless, of course, the last name yeah. on the back of the jersey is Kane, and then it's perfectly <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, done. What's worried about? England's captain. We can't go giving him a red now. Fuck you, can we? Right. Hey, looking good for you guys. I mean, honestly, that's... I, you guys are right where you need to be. You finally got a road win, which was nice. Now, is it the convincing road win we talked about last week that you need to get? No, but at least it's a fucking road win. I mean, it it's it something is to an extent on it's the a, on the score line. It's but a, it's a tough building and it's a good score line. Yeah, but again, you have to look at how depleted leads are. Can we get so very excited about it? No, not necessarily. But I, what I do like, as, as I mentioned before. You were a depleted good team. And you lost. And we lost. Right. And Arteta, based on the last two performances, looks like that he gave the guys a, a bit of a bollocking afterwards. Yeah. Well, it's- they now come into another building against a good team with a good coach who's depleted. Mm-hmm. And they were much more professional, much more ruthless, and it looks like they learned those lessons and are applying what they learned. And that is the most important thing. And it happened to come with three points, which is nice. Uh, before going to the next game, I just want to give both you and I a little bit of a pat on the back. I always like to watch and listen to other shows to see what they're kind of talking about. Just want to let it be said, last week we began the discussion of could this be the end of Bielsa? Does Bielsa walk away? What was the number one topic on the uh, desk at uh, on uh, NBC Sports this weekend? Bielsa. Yep. If he's leaving or not? Oh yeah. Yep, we are. Uh, we are professional, um, well-trained. Do you remember that meme on on the pulse broadcasters, my friend? Did you see that meme that I shared? Yes. That was like, oh man, sex is great, mm-hmm. and it is. But have you ever said something and then the commentator says it five minutes later? You're like, <laughs> that's that's the G spot for that's the G spot for podcasters right what a there. Feeling. It's brilliant. That would be a great title of an episode, except for it can't be a title of an episode. What G spot for podcasters? G spot for podcasters. Write that down. 
I think that's okay. I'll check in with HR momentarily. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. HR might not be okay with that. Uh, Especially being Jesus season. City continues to dominate. Um, Jesus found the G spot. (laughs) Not according to the Catholic Church. (laughs) And the title just got beat. (laughs) Um, City continues to dominate. I mean, here's... We're used to City kind of two, three... Two, three, nothing, go, huh? Or, or, or at two, nothing, go, okay, we got this under control. We're just going to pass it around the middle. Yeah, it's of the almost field. like Pep doing the old, uh, when you used to blow a team out as kids. Yeah. But 25 passes before you shoot, right. you know, kind of thing. Right. Hold on, hold on. Since we, you have to score inside, the, wait, we always score inside the six. You have to score 30 yards out. <laughs> right. But 11 goals now in two matches, just they're rolling. Oh, they're fucking, fucking flying. Rolling people. And Jesus found uh, Jesus found the uh, Sterling spot in this one <laughs> yeah, uh, no at shit. the end. It was fucking brilliant. Here's the big one. For the second match in a row. <laughs> There's connotations with what you just yes. said, too. That's funny. Missed. Sorry. Missed <laughs> a mistake with a penalty uh, against Wolves. Certainly not a handball. Hits him in his armpit. Not a handball. Uh, Ederson fouls Ryan Frazier. Ederson, that was a fucking a, a tackle a rugby right. player would be proud of. Right. So, like, the ball is away from him, and he doesn't have a chance to get the ball. So, by that rationale, Sam, if you and I are in the middle of the field, and the ball is five yards away from you. I just deck you. Yeah, I'm allowed to just slide right through you and take you yeah, out of your problem. Mean, undoubtedly a penalty. And VAR looked at it, and the, I guess it didn't reach the high bar. <laughs> the the high bar that they look for. Yeah. I, how like it's a fucking penalty uh, big time like it's a fucking like it's and a, it, a definite penalty and at against, that uh, point it's, it's it's it should have been a yellow card and it's wilson taking the penalty it's probably two to one and then suddenly you got a game and you have something to think about does city should city ultimately win that yes but you're not even having the fucking conversation because that gets left alone yeah that is normal fucking play how is that normal fucking play? And it's it's starting to become so blatantly obvious. And we're talking about this more well, that, because, I mean, during, unfortunately... During the scissor tackle, Ben White's <laughs> ass hairs touched the ball. Yeah. So does that count as getting the ball? Here's, here's the problem, Sam. It happened in all fucking four games. Yeah. You know? to I mean, we've joked about it in the first time, but to a lesser extent, Gelhart Jaka. It was the same fucking foul. One was a yellow, one wasn't. Here, clearly a fucking penalty. Not fucking called. We're going to talk about a huge gaffe in the fucking it's, Chelsea Wolves. Yeah, and then, and then Harry, about, Kane, Harry Kane and Andy Robertson. I, like, it is, it's blatant discrepancies. And if this is supposed to be the eye in the sky that's supposed to make everything better, how it's it feels like VAR is seeing what it wants to fucking see. I'm starting to think that we got sold a false, uh, false bit of goods here. Yeah. <laughs> With VAR. It just... It, the eye in the sky sees what it wants to fucking see. It, yeah. if, it, if they want if they want to make that red card, they make sure that that fucking freeze frame of the foot going right into the ankle is right there to make sure that that red card gets seen. They don't want that red card to get seen. They never actually still frame it. They let it roll through or they go, ah, nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. You don't need to check it. Right. Like, yeah, it just, it, 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 it's, I mean, God, in a, in a few games here, I'm going to defend fucking Liverpool for fuck's sake. An Evertonian is going to defend fucking Liverpool. Yeah. Like, it's it's horrid. It's I mean, absolutely a Liverpool, horrid. A Liverpoolian is 
managing Everton right now, yeah, so you, why not? We <laughs> The documents, Sam. I have the fucking documents. <laughs> um Newcastle what what how needs to do right now is go, okay guys, you just played the two best teams in the league. They're gonna be fighting for the fucking title. Okay? Right. Let's move on. Let's just <laughs> Yeah. We, and, we and, had these losses. What we need to worry about is depleted Everton in seven days. Yeah. That's the game we need to win. That's what we're worried like, about. That's what we need to worry I, about. I liked how um Pep Guardiola after this game uh said that City got lucky. Lucky. Yeah, I think it was in reference to the Ederson yeah. incident. Um, but it came off very kind of backhanded compliment. <laughs> After a four nil win, You're right? Exactly. Oh man, we, we get let off the hook here. Yeah, <laughs> very lucky. I mean, well, have you seen if... any? Have you seen Newcastle in the last four or five years? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't exactly call that luck, man. Wouldn't call it luck. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, Wolves and Chelsea was a dreadful fucking match. I, was, I wrote fucking two sentences, just two shots on target in the game, one from each team. Shit game. Jimenez scored, but was offside. Mendy made one routine save. Sa made a bit of a better save from Pulisic. That's all. Yeah. It's fucking um, shite. I wrote here first uh, thing says, in a match of nobody wants to score, nobody scored. It was terrible. It was fucking terrible. It was dreadful. Um, and and it, what an advert for the Premier League, right? Is this bullshit? I'd rather watch Newcastle Norwich. I actually Sorry, stayed. Sorry, not. I, I stayed... <laughs> I stayed with this match because it was this and then it was the Newcastle City match and I was like, well, I know what to expect from City Newcastle. Right, yeah, yeah. Once it was 2 nothing, and I had just seen the, the, the Frasier no call, I switched over and I stayed with uh, Wolves the rest, the Wolves-Chelsea oh, match. We didn't mention it. Jao Can, uh, Cancelo's goal. Oh. Fucking hell. We didn't mention it, but another case of uh, the backsy offsies. He's left back. Write that down, he's too, left, just in case. He's left back, right? Yeah, he's a left back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With um, his right foot. Yeah. Best left back in the world. I can now... It's, 100%. It's not even up for debate. I mean, we've been talking about how good he's been playing this season. Uh, there's a couple of guys from Newcastle I think might differ. Right. He's he's playing <laughs> or not so, Newcastle, Glasgow. Yeah. He's playing so well now, honestly. He's playing so fucking well now as a left back. I could see him being up for fucking Premier League player of the season. Like, he's playing that fucking... He he has that much of an impact on his team when he's on oh, the yeah. pitch. It's 100%. insane. Insane. The well, First, we'll talk about the non-called penalty, and then we'll talk about Tuchel, because there was another theme, too, this weekend, which is managers throwing tissy fits, which was... <laughs> Already writing it down. <laughs> Yeah, because it's a hissy fit. Hissy fit, yeah, not a tizzy fit. Sorry. Tizzy fit might win now. Yeah, Because it's fit. not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> During a hissy fit. Um, but first off, the ball definitely hits Conte in the arm. Potence is definitely behind. It's a last, it's a last goal scorer. And I think what it came to is VAR didn't want to make the decision of having to send a fucking player off the pitch. Then don't. Right. Tell the referee he needs to go look at it. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be there for. That's why they spent $400 I, per field I don't to go, think, get a goddamn TV screen on the I side. I don't think the ref wanted to send make that decision. But that's but ridiculous. But it was clearly a handball. That's and ridiculous. It clear, and it clearly stopped oh, yeah. the opportunity no. for a player to be on goal. That Completely is last agree. defender. Make, that is, it's a red fucking card. Yeah. And it's not like Conte's 
a dirty player or a cheating player. But it's it not just like, is what it is. It's but just, it's that's it. Yeah, it hit his fucking hand. Hundred percent. And it hit his hand. I'm and with because you. it hit his hand, it didn't get to the guy who was running on the goal. Yep. It's a fucking red card. And and um, after- now, if it was if it wasn't intentional, I could see a yellow and a free kick from that uh-huh. position. Fine. But yeah, if if it was in any way, if he made a motion towards the ball whatsoever. Right. Should have been a red card. And Bruno, for Bruno serious Lodge, foul play. Bruno Lage has a very good point after the matches. He sits there and goes, what am I supposed to tell my players? They're told that what uh, is a handball against yep. City isn't a handball in this match. Like, uh, where's the consistency? What am I... Uh, and, and it does make you wonder, does the fucking badge on the front mean more than the fucking... Uh, the, that's every sport, though it does. That's getting, part. It, it shouldn't. Getting, it shouldn't. But that's that's every sport. I mean, Michael the Michael Jordan called right. Of course, LeBron more recently, obviously for the for the younger listeners. But then my question to you is this: Is then is VAR making the magnifying glass hone in on it even more indirectly? Because we all know there's a camera looking, and that camera can tell us exactly what the fuck's going on, and then. If it's not the high bar, they're not looking at it. Like yeah. it's like, well, oh, it's not a high bar because, well, it it happened. It happened to Chelsea, not at Chelsea. So that's that's why that's why we're not looking at it. You yeah, know? It's of like, course. But they'll never, of course, they'll never say that. But the 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 rules, the laws of the game of of football in general, are open to interpretation. Let's say more than oh, any other sport I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. Um, cricket, darts, uh, rugby, NFL, NFL. It, it's yeah. to a T. Yeah. What yeah. what those rules are, right? Yeah. That all of the I's are dotted and all of the T's are crossed. Um, football's not that way. There's a lot of gray area and a lot of interpretation, and different referees obviously interpret things a touch differently. Yeah. Um, you have the on-field referee. You have the VAR that both see things differently. Then you also have, you throw into the conversation, and some people say this doesn't matter because they're professionals and and this, that, the other, but throw into the mix what we all know of that British awkwardness. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be anything but polite. Yes, the politeness. Right? It's whenever you meet a Brit in a, a, a situation that's not at a bar, it's usually very just kind of, forced chit chat because they're trying to be polite they don't right right they're not a very that there's an old adage that that they think about us that all of any one of us you just go pluck an american tv presenter yeah. <laughs> because we're so outgoing and right not awkward right we look so much better in 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 terms of our social capability where they have this weird awkwardness about them that they don't want to you know offend or do you know blah 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 right I think that that has a lot to do with what VAR and the on-field referee do. Right. I think there's that sense of, I don't want to make him feel like I'm undermining him. Where we would go, hey, God, look at this. Yeah. (laughs) So let's keep keep it rolling. I do want to go ahead and talk about Tuchel. I see what it was I did. I said uh, tizzy fit when I meant hissy fit because I write down in my notes, Tuchel throws a bit of a tizzy is what I wrote right there. We can see it on the screen. And I decided to combine fucking thoughts. He's in a tizzy throwing a hissy fit. Yes, exactly. You know what? I say hashtag new word. 
Yeah, heard. A Hashtag du tizzy. God. He's having a tizzy Call, fit. You know what? Stop taking the spotlight off of you when Taylor finds out about your thoughts on things and he decides to come after you. You're just trying to divert the attention. I see your move. Who? You know what? <laughs> much, much like his meme. The pressing of the mute button is all his dreams right there. Just fulfill his dreams. Press that mute button. Anywho, Tuchel loses it after the match, yeah. uh, namely based around the fact that... Um, I think Tuchel lost it a long time ago, to yeah, be honest true, with you. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, over, over the COVID rules, right? Yes. And he has... And him and also Klopp will also talk about this later, that both of those sides only have a handful of COVID problems, right? Not a not in an, enough of a squad for the game to be canceled, and they're bringing up the point that I brought up last week of this is no longer apples and oranges. This is apples and apples. This is an unfair advantage to teams to having games off versus a game played, literally based over an arbitrary number, like. And how is that any different from Leeds or Everton, who literally have no one to fucking put on the field, well, that have 15-year-olds on their bench? Like The arbitrary number is 14. 11 players and three subs. Right. And you have to have a keeper. Right. It's, it's Is that the right number? Is that the fair number? And and, and as Tuchel put it, and I, and I don't disagree with it, he's like, well, who am I to know if tomorrow one of my guys, another one of my guys pops? Like, oh, so if I had one more guy pop for COVID, I'm suddenly not playing this game today? Like, how is this the rule? Like, if we're dealing with what is quote unquote a pandemic, then we need to focus on that more than just the the arbitrary 14 number, you know? And the, I, I, I tend to agree with him. Now, he got very blown. He blew it really out of control because he just clearly he was frustrated that yet again, he has a team full of players that are good enough to start for 16 of the clubs in any club in the Premier League, and he can manage one goal in two of those matches. Right. He's frustrated. Like, he's oh, clearly yeah, frustrated no, there, in that regard. Absolutely. There's that aspect to it as well. But, and, but but his point's not wrong. His point, like... No, is, you're absolutely right. As However he delivered the said message, that shouldn't matter. The The topic should be the message. And, Correct. And Klopp delivered the same thing. Now, I trained all week with Jordan Henderson to play midfield, and then... The day, like the night before, I get told, "Eh, he has COVID. He can't play." Like, so, well, then what am I supposed to train? How am I supposed to make my team? Like, yeah, what happened if he was playing with his kids in the yard and pulled a hamstring? Same thing. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. But, but then, but then, how is that any different than like it's like okay, I well, this, understand? Yeah, absolutely. This, this injury, aka COVID, is more important than well because this I can't I can't give you a hamstring injury. I, I, <laughs> I, my, listen, what right. I'm saying is the. It, it, it's a weird balancing act. I like to call these things, and I've, I've used this before, onion problems. Right. There's a of lot of layers with a lot of different issues and a lot of root causes that you can't really tackle with one solution. And right? the, the problem is, is it's creating an unfair advantage. Yeah, no, I'm with it you. Absolutely but it, but it's is. all of these different things, right? And <laughs> we, we saw it after 9-11 and baseball. Baseball took two days off. You remember this? Mm-hmm. And famously, George Steinbrenner said something along the lines of, we want to get back playing because people need normalcy. And 
you saw how the numbers were viewership wise. Oh, and yeah. How the the online, you know, pay pay per view <laughs> the the Amazon subscriptions because Amazon had a few games, everything else. You saw all of these things increase so much when football came back uh, at Project Restart. I think there's there's a sense of we cannot take this away from people again mm-hmm. as well, right? And that's a government thing. Right. That's not necessarily a Premier League thing. No, I get that. It's it's one of those where, like, we have to give them something because right. it's such shit right now Yeah, <laughs> that there's going to be fucking riots if we take it away again. Yeah, you know they're going mean? to fucking lose it. They're, they're going to fucking lose it. The one thing that's happy is gone again. So yeah. I, I think there's that aspect to it as well. Um, as, as well as other, you know, of course, within football mm-hmm. um, issues that, 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 that they're dealing with. And there's no one-size-fits-all solution. <laughs> and so they're basically just said, we, we, um, we heard, uh, you know, they're just going to truck through. Yep. They're just going to, uh, this is it. This oh, yeah. is what we're doing. <clears throat> Tuchel bitched and moaned. Klopp bitched and moaned. They said, look, you got to listen to us. I listened to the desk at NBC Sports. It's like, gotta listen to the managers like really there's there's no fair way to do this sure you're asking them to play on boxing day then you're asking them to play on tuesday or wednesday and then you're asking them to play on saturday or sunday yeah. while this pandemic is going on while their players are getting new cases and the response from the fa and the efl was eh, fuck you play right keep, play, keep fucking playing so the the teams are, are, are going to have to police themselves at this yeah. point they're gonna have to put in their own yeah. protocols because the powers that be don't give a shit. Well, dance, monkey, dance well, is and, what they're doing. And as those clubs, you're wealthy enough, you have the resources enough, uh, the players won't like it, but fuck you. Like, we pay you millions. This is how it's going to have to be for now. Well, that, you're going to yeah. need to be locked in. You're going to need to, we're going to do more testing. You need to be responsible. Sorry, 20-something. You don't get to get your dick wet tonight. You're not going to the fucking club. Yeah. Stay the fuck home. Yeah, well... Stay I the mean, fuck home. I was eighteen once too. My my window opens. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, but that's but you gotta hold them I'll responsible. Put a ladder outside for Shirley. Got, Don't worry about gotta it. Gotta hold them responsible. Ladder now, outside for Shirley's a good one too. Yeah. The uh, the last <laughs> it's the, a show chock full of fucking show I, titles. I know the last the last match um, in a match of the team you absolutely hate and the team I absolutely hate. I hate to have to say this. What a fucking game. It's a fucking shit show. Fuck. That was such a fun watch. Yeah, it but like... it was a shit show. I mean, Harry Kane got on the score sheet again, which is great for yeah. Spurs. Yeah. Um, shit for everybody else. But what a shit show. The referees bollocked this all up. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. What it are was you doing? Very physical match. Well, in the world and of it, they're Klopp, trying. Klopp is going to get fined. If yeah. he doesn't get fined, I'm going to be very surprised. Did you listen to his post-match? Uh, yeah, and guess what? He probably won't get fined because he <laughs> never gets fucking fined. Remember, remember, at the end, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and jump to it. At the end of the match, he walks onto the p- field right up to, t- to um, uh, it was Tyranny. Tyranny. It was Tyranny. Tyranny. Yeah, walks Paul Tyranny. right up to Paul Tyranny and goes, I don't have a problem with referees. Only you. You've <laughs> never played the game. <laughs> Mind you, two seasons ago, Carlo Ancelotti walks up to a ref and goes, why was my player given a yellow card? Red card, off you go. Shooing him away. No, off Off, your pop. Off your pop. Off your pop. Off your pop. Off your pop. That's brilliant. Klopp legitimately looked at a guy and You've never played before. I like all referees. I like all referees. I just don't like you. 
fuck you. And then he comes out in the press or afterwards. He's like, I don't know. You have to talk to Paul Tierney. I, he clearly does. Well, I mean, he's never played the game before, so he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like, he's like, it's fucking brilliant. This game had everything. Oh. Now, now that that being said, and fucking Andy Roberts had given whatever that young kid for Tottenham, giving him a fucking Glasgow smile as well. (laughs) Fucking brilliant. The for for what? (laughs) And here's the sad part. Klopp wasn't wrong. Mm -mm. It's a fucking red card. Seriously, the no, name on the back of the jersey that, is why... People that have never played the game shouldn't referee. I'm with him. It's it, it's <laughs> England's fucking captain on the back of the jersey, and it was early enough in the match that he let him get away with it. That was a raised foot. It was the sole of the foot into the ankle. Oh, and yeah. While, and well, Robertson you ever, you was, ever heard Robertson of the, the was striker's jumping. challenge? Yeah. A, a striker's challenge? Yeah, they get away with a little bit more because right. they don't know how to tackle. Exactly. It's also the same thing with protecting goalkeepers to an yeah. extent, where fouls that you wouldn't get, if two players were going up for a 50-50 ball in midfield, mm-hmm. that's just a coming together. Right. Whereas if I touch you as a goalkeeper, foul. Yeah. Or, you or, know what I mean? Or or or, uh, or if you're Larice or Allison or Ederson, you know, just taking out a guy's legs, eh. Not a foul. It's okay. Well, You're playing goalie. Allison, Allison couldn't even take out the ball. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, what was that? That slide right. was pitiful. Well, I'm talking about Allison two weeks ago against no, uh, I'm Villa. Ta- I'm talking about his whiff. Grabs his leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about his whiff right here. It was horrible. Oh. That gifting. Well, well, gifting. The, uh, it, 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 Merry fucking Christmas, son. We're, bounce, <laughs> we're bouncing all over the place, but it's worth mentioning since you went there. The sad part is... Since I went there, like yeah. I... Well, because oh. we would have we would have gotten to it eventually. <laughs> Mel, you going to go there? Huh? They sound like fucking Karen over we, there. We, we, okay, so we opened talking about the first goal. We talked it. Now we're talking about the last goal. We haven't talked about the two goals in between. That's fine. We're just bouncing everywhere. That's love what I'm it. talking about. That's what you get here. But, coming at you. <laughs> uh. But the best part, the best part of that was, sadly... He made four gold saving goal oh, yeah. saving goals earlier in the match. Like yeah. this match should have been five to one really <laughs> early. Really fucking early. And it's like Allison stands on his head and then makes one makes one mistake. But it was it's, that bad. It is, but that's the world of a goalkeeper, right? It's like you make one mistake, but you fuck one, one sheep. sheep. <laughs> like I told like, that joke today. That is all you remember. It's like what do you do you, do you remember him? Taking the ball off of Son's foot at on a on a one on one, or do you remember him making the dive across the box and blocking a <laughs> wide open goal for Harry Kane? No, you remember the ball that went right between his legs and Son <laughs> fucked off in the net. It was so, that's the one we remember. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It's just so glaring of a mistake, right? Yep. Because it should have been so routine, but uh, he just <laughs> just slides right past it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, great goal from Jota and a great goal from Robertson as well. Yeah, Both of good, those two were very just... good headers. Absolutely, a great <clears throat> ball from Robertson. The first one for Jota's goal just stood it up expertly. It was, and, it was fantastic. And honestly, at that point when they went up two one, even but you know, bef- you know, because the red card happened after the second after goal. After the second goal, yeah, I was pretty convinced. I was like, okay, that's it. Liverpool going to see it out. Yeah. Like that's. But the, the, as you say, the equalizer came before the red card. Yep. Yeah, and it was just a major. And really, gaff. Liverpool had a chance or two, even mm-hmm. at ten men. But there's there's no way on the face of this earth that Harry Kane should have still been on that field. Oh no, should have been a red. There's there's no uh, Robertson. 
It was a hard challenge. Oh, Robertson was definitely a red too. Because Robertson. What I will say about mm -hmm. Robertson is the ball was there to be won. Mm -hmm. He did go for the ball. It was one of those that you complain about penalties. Yeah. You know, when when somebody steps across the ball as you're swinging to clear it. Mm -hmm. And you catch their leg. I'm going to say it's not the same as one of those. What I'm going to say absolutely that was, is. no, that was a Sam Graham fucking special right there. He got fouled a couple of times earlier just before that play. Uh-huh. And then he decided, fuck you, I'm taking out your legs. And then say, fuck off as he's walking off the field. Yeah. That was absolutely a retaliation. Absolutely. I'm just going to, I'm going that's, to break something beautiful. That's, that's fine. exactly what he wanted. And that's fine. But the ball was there to be won. He should have been given a yellow card. He swung right the fuck through him. There was he no, stepped across him. There was no care for the ball. I'll, it was absolutely the ball was right there. I'll show you. I'll show it to you. Klopp even admitted it was a red I'll card. Show it to, I'm not saying it wasn't <laughs> like, necessarily a red. Klopp admitted a red card. Robertson came on. It went on to social media after the match. It went. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Deserved red. That's fine. I, I lost my head. Listen, I shouldn't have done that. Like, I'm telling you. I'd be protesting for a yellow. Um, what What's great to notice about that is he got the red card, right? Which is funny because, well, again, what's even bigger about that is is that it's the, ultimately that red card is decided by what? VAR. Why is it decided by VAR? Because of this, quote, high bar. There wasn't a high bar for Kane who slid into a guy with his fucking foot up in the air and gets him in the ankle. But there is a high bar to see if a cynical challenge was too cynical. Like, okay, what? Like, where's your bar? Right. <laughs> what are you doing here? Feels, exactly. Feels much like a very low bar to me. <laughs> much lower bar to me. And um, uh, I it still was a great fucking game. That man. was awesome. It, it, was, was it fucking, had everything. It, was, it had everything. Was it Taylor? Uh, no, it was Geckel. Mm-hmm. Said Andy Robertson had a uh, had a Gordy Howe hat trick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely did. Now. Uh, one one last thought uh, as we talked about you know the three teams that are at the top fighting for the uh, title um Graham, I'm not sure if you noticed this but Leeds was fined uh twenty thousand dollars today why because after the match was over apparently uh too many of their players surrounded the official to dispute some of the oh, calls fuck, of Jesus the game fucking Christ that's pitiful I, I it's it, the last time I checked Every time there's a foul, aren't every single Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, Man City, and Manchester United player, like the keeper comes out of the box to the six-yard line of the opposite end of the field to dispute a call with the referee, right? Yep. Okay. Every every goddamn time. I <laughs> just like to see that fucking consistency, man. It's all about consistency. Well, you know what they did do, though. What did they do? And we're going to expand on this a little bit later, by the way. Uh, arrested somebody from Leeds for spouting racial abuse against Arsenal players. Mm, I sense a little uh, parting words. Cunty corner. Sure money. This is the segment where we make bets to help inform you to make your bets. Uh, and it's always responsible, accurate, and surefire. Do the exact opposite <laughs> of what we say. All right. So, I lost. Except for the chicken. Oh, no, I pushed. The the chicken. Whatever the chicken says. Oh, chicken, do what the chicken, chicken says. Chi- yeah, yeah, chicken's yeah. pretty spot on. Definitely do what the chicken says. Um, I <sighs> actually pushed uh, mm-hmm. because one of the games in my parlay didn't happen. Right. So the bet was not complete. Right. Uh, so I get my money back. So I'm still down seven bucks. Well, you're you're lucky because if that match had gone off, what would have happened, Sam? I probably would have lost. <laughs> would have lost that bet. <laughs> the- <laughs> 
So why don't you tell us what you did there, kind sir? Liverpool dropped points. I'm good with losing my bet. So I'm down $1,245. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 10.5263166% of the time, Mr. Graham. It keeps getting Wait, smaller, but it works again. 100% of the time. 10.526316% of the time. Not good gambling. No, not good gambling at all. And for my couple losers, I have, I will gladly lose 100 to watch Jurgen, Bitch, and Moan. That's what I have put in. And it was Liverpool that lost my bet for me because otherwise I would have won it. So I am fine with that. So for this week, hopefully it's a present because the odds were great. And I'm hoping I get my own little, quote, Boxing Day present today. I am going to take Brentford to beat Brighton at plus 310. Ooh. That's an interesting little, little N- bit. Neither team's playing fantastic, but really Brighton... Brighton are playing worse. They're playing a <laughs> lot worse, and Brentford hasn't changed anything. They're still being them, so it's on the road, which is why it's 310. Uh, I, I kind of fancy Brentford here. I could understand that, uh, and I, I'm with you. I have my cup of losers uh, here that I'm going to put in it just says push it push it real good (laughs) but i don't want to go out on that song for injury time by the way please no no we might have another song to go out on here as mel's taking pictures right before her segment well actually why don't you tell us about pat i am gonna tell you about pat as soon as mel pushes that button and now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend pat's pick it a week had a lot going on there for a second hey Uh, hey (laughs) No. I, got a, I got a lot going on over here. The Mel Houston story. Uh, so Pat uh, is feeling unwell and was not able to join us this evening. So he sent an email. Well, I'm down $390 since the Spuds drew with Liverpool. Sorry, says Spurs. Uh, drew with Liverpool. Crazy. And he did put an exclamation point. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so next Sunday, <clears throat> I'm going to play a five-game parlay for $100. Go for it. Let's see if those games actually go off. Liverpool over Leeds. Minus 675. Manchester City over Leicester City, minus 510. West Ham over Southampton, minus 129. Arsenal over Norwich, minus 235. That's rude. At least minus 400. Come on. (laughs) Bookmakers don't know what they're doing. Uh, And Chelsea over Villa, minus 145. Mm. Also rude. That $100 bet, if all five of those come in, if all five of those go off, is right. the real question. Uh, we'll pay him out $490. Hope you guys have a great Christmas, and I'll talk to you all next Monday. That's fucking I... brilliant. He just assured the Villa win because <sighs> Chelsea always fucks him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's a few of those I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, there's a should, couple of those I don't think are going to happen. Should, should City beat Leicester? Of course they should. Lester loves to fuck over City. Yeah. And they do it regularly. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, last like, time was a bit... In the last two, three seasons, this last game they played was a bit of an outlier, to yeah. be honest. Y- yeah, they've, they've put it on them a few times. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the history's still there because the managers are the same. The systems are still the same. They know each other pretty well. Like, uh-huh. Oh, I'll give it. I mean, he obviously he's taking favorites throughout the bulk of it, but still, that's not that. I don't. I'm not sure that's an easy hit. I'm with him. Uh, I'm with you. I'm sorry. Um, now, for me, 
down seven bucks. Okay. Mm. World's coming to an end. I know. The here's what I'm gonna do, because I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talked about Norwich or Arsenal having COVID outbreaks. Right? So I'm gonna take a break from my regular parlay. And I'm gonna go with an exact score. Oh, okay. Fun. Arsenal to beat Norwich three nil. Okay. That pays me on a hundred dollar bet a thousand United States dollar bills. All right. One thousand. Yeah, I don't have a button for when you guys make good bets. Sorry. <clears throat> but I think three nil is the key. I think that's that's where we're gonna live. When it's when it's two nil, I'm gonna giggle my ass off. Or yeah. four nil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. four one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or three one or three nil and Ben White gets flying in in the eighty ninth minute. Yeah. You, you cunt! <laughs> Can't wait. Cost Papa a thousand <laughs> fucking dollars. <laughs> Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. I'll tell you what, uh Mr. Graham, good segment. We've been vibing tonight. It's been yeah, a I very like that. good. It's show, been very good. So, yeah. so you know it's probably all that eggnog I drank at my stores today. This this <laughs> This I next didn't, part didn't. will will only enhance it because we have a chicken. Well, Kitty hit with City's victory and is at nine and seven for Boxing Day. So I gave Kitty Wolverhampton hosting Watford. Interesting. So she went into her coop and you could faintly hear Eileen. Churavarura, come on, Eileen. Talurarura, come on, Eileen. Oh, Eileen. It's my least favorite part of that song. <laughs> uh, yep, that's Kitty playing her '80s classic from Dexy's Midnight Runners, and I'm assuming that was on her record player. And apparently, frontman Kevin Rowland is a huge Wolves supporter, and Kitty expects Wolverhampton to win. You know, he I've said heard one all of, his... of those words before, but never in that order. Well, we know the song we're going out on. Uh, apparently, one of his no, favorite no, things... we're not. Okay, one of his favorite things to do is to uh, is to go to Wolverhampton games and sing all the chants with the fans. He's a huge, huge Wolverhampton supporter. All right. Do you know what my favorite thing to do is? What's that? Remind people to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no! How much of their league got fucking canceled? A lot. (laughs) And sadly, I don't think it was any of the ones in my $10 parlay. So I think that bet just lost. Well, I mean, mean, you lost right off the jump on that, right? Like, wasn't it first game in you lost? Yeah. But that's, I was hoping something got postponed that's, so that's, I could cash out. That's what we'll, that's what we like to call a gram in the business. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> first, makes a big, huge parlay. First game, fucks right <laughs> off. All the others hit. <laughs> uh, the rest of them did not hit. As Sheffield United took care of Fulham 1-0 today. That was the last game of my parlay. Uh, Blackburn absolutely dominated Birmingham 4-0. Boro beat Bournemouth, as we talked about, uh, 1-0. Uh, Blackpool over over the posh three one Huddersfield three two over Bristol City, isn't that um Joey Barton's club? Yep. And at no, no, Bri- no. He's oh, Bristol he's Rovers. Rovers. He's, he's Rovers. Rovers down in Ooh, League One. Somebody's gonna try to kill me next time I go there. Uh, <clears throat> Nottingham Forest uh, took out Hull two one. You had Cardiff and Derby, Coventry Stoke, Millwall Preston, QPR Swansea, and Reading and Luton all postponed. And Friday night was that first game you talked about. Uh, West Brom and Barnsley drew nil nil. 
fucking while I was betting, mm-hmm. right? Didn't know this. Apparently, West Brom hasn't won at Barnsley since like 1937. <laughs> Did not know that little tidbit of history. Here, you're just looking at it going second place versus 23rd place. Yeah. Should be an easy win. Yep. No, <laughs> apparently it's their 100 year old bogey team. <laughs> an absolute twat. Uh, couldn't uh, have s- happened to a better jackass. <laughs> so that leaves uh, Fulham Tops on 45 points, Bournemouth in second on 43, Blackburn in third on 42, West Brom in fourth now. Uh, kind of plummeting, to be honest. Uh, on 41, but plummeting being relative, of course. 41 points, uh, all on 23 games as well. QPR on 35 points in fifth place, but only played 21 games so far. So they have two games in hand. Uh, you have Stoke in sixth, rounding out the playoff places on the same 35 points, but one back on goal differential. And Forrest now creeping up uh, on 23 games played uh, and having uh, 34 points on the board. Excellent. Love it. Love it, so love it, love go. it. I, I'm not the only Evertonian to agree with Jurgen Klopp. Um, good old Joey Barton took to Twitter and said, Klopp's not wrong. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he wrote. That's which all is, said. Klopp's not wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's not wrong. Don't like agreeing with him, but yeah, you're right, you're right. Should have been Klopp's not wrong this time. <laughs> so uh, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, I hate to say it. We got to, uh, Mel, you might want to turn your computer up a little bit and have our mascot in the background because we have a little bit of uh, D-back behavior. A little bit of D-back behavior. Sammy? We do, absolutely. And I'm looking for the story because I want to make sure I get everything correct. Yes. And um, uh, for what was shared, there's a lot of funny memes here that I'm scrolling past. Here we go. Leeds fan arrested. Found it. Um, We've said before on the show that there is no place for fucking racism. Right. It makes absolute nonsense right uh uh to me and we're gonna call it out every single time it happens because it needs to be said it needs the the conversation needs to happen the the attention needs to be on cunts like this um to make sure they don't do it again uh but police have arrested a lead supporter in connection to alleged racist abuse of arsenal players during this evening's match at ellen road this is from The Athletic, by the way. So it also might be a fucking essay. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Athletic understands that the players targeted by the alleged racist abuse were substitutes Nicolas Pepe and Nuno Tavares. Here's another thing. If you decide to try to get under a player's skin by screaming racist shit, make sure they're on a field. <laughs> yeah. What are you getting under the substitute skin for? What does that matter? Right. Fucking cunts. Stupid. All around the whole plan, bollocks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? The uh, so, sorry, Leeds, but we are talking about you know, fucking Leeds supporters here. But yeah, fair. <laughs> not not the brightest bulb in the uh, fucking uh, on the rope strand. Yeah, and then it happened while they were warming up in the corner to the left of the dugouts in the first half. The Arsenal substitute Rob Holding was pictured talking to the fourth official before a member of Leeds staff was notified. Leeds have confirmed that an investigation is underway and that one arrest has been made in connection to the allegation. A lead statement said, quote, racism will not be tolerated at Leeds United. Maybe Millwall should take a fucking uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> page out of that book. Uh, hey, 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 they live in a world where the disease doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And Trump won. <laughs> in Millwall. <laughs> like, yeah. They're there they're going, not my president! <laughs> yeah. 
Yay, Boris. Uh, and any supporter found to be using racist language will be su subject to a lifetime ban for all Leeds United games. In his post-match press conference, uh, the Arsenal manager, Mikel Arteta, said, quote, unfortunately, I can confirm that it was reported to the stadium manager and the authorities will deal with that, end quote. It, not end quote, sorry. There's a lot of quotes here. It was the players who were sitting on the bench. One of them heard those comments. I don't exactly know who it was directed at. Uh, that's why they will have to be interviewed and they will deal with the authorities. It was one person, and I don't think that merits punishing the whole stadium because of one individual. Leeds manager Marcelo Bielsa um, just kind of looked at the ground after when he was asked about <laughs> it. Uh, sorry, sorry, it doesn't say that. It says was also asked about the incident uh, during his interview with Sky Sports, and he said, quote, of course I'm against all acts of discrimination. Hold on, hold on, Sam. Was this, was this interview nude in the dark <laughs> yeah. on the physio's after, table? Because yeah. that's where, I mean, that's the only place you could have find him after a loss, After a right? loss, absolutely. <laughs> so, right, and it, you, it's kind of just AirPod with the translator. If he's Sip, <laughs> sipping, yeah. sipping tea out of a Manchester United cup. <laughs> With his Leeds bucket right next to him. Have we checked all the uh, Bielsa bucket there? I think we have. I think we've checked it all. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the whole idea here, guys, and if you're new to the show, we have a, uh, a bear that Mel's going to show you right now. There you go. That's, that's our that's, that's the D-back bear. Yep. We have a motto on the DU football show, and that's D-back. D-B-A-C. Don't be a cunt. It's pretty it's simple. Pretty simple. Yeah. If you wake up every day and your sole purpose for living is to not be a cunt, usually everything will turn out okay for you. Probably a pretty good human being. Look at us. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. Woke up, I woke up this morning. Our just, mothers may not say so, but we're fine. <laughs> well, mine's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad's dead. Uh, yeah, there you go. Well, my dad's dead too. I'm winning. <laughs> We're fine. Your mother-in-law definitely doesn't think you're fine. Are we fine? No. No, well, we're not. Brajan's got a lot of issues. I would say I would say without Sam Libs. I, I would say <laughs> alcoholism and cigars have a have a very big play in that. Anyway, the point is just don't be a cunt. Don't yeah. be a cunt. It's that simple. Just if you see a black guy, just go about your day. Yeah. Imagine that he's he's Just not a criminal. He's not a thug. No. He's not here to fuck with you. No. You know what he's doing? He's dealing with the same shit you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. If anything, not an acceptance. They go yes. Why yes? I understand. You are dealing with shit, much like I'm dealing, dealing with, with shit. shit. Kind of fucking sucks, simple. doesn't but it? You know what he has to deal with that you don't? Cunts like you. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Eloquently stated, Mr. Graham. I Thanks. love. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's, oh, by the way, if you see a Muslim guy, do the same thing. Just yeah. going about your day. It's fine. No fucking problem. A Spanish guy. An Pin, Indian just guy. Just let him live. And just a, let him a, live. A, a Japanese, a Korean, a Chinese guy. Like, yeah. yeah just, let it's do fine. Thing. Not a problem. It's not you don't hard. Have to, you don't have to cough at every Asian person you see. Huh. You don't have to. You know, the only person we know that cuts grass is a fucking white guy. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, leave people alone. Just Ex Except Canadians. Kick them in the shin. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 And real quick, and real quick, <laughs> if you do, they'll apologize for something they... Well, I'm clearly sorry my shin got the way of your foot. There's a reason why you needed to kick me in the shin, 
and I apologize. I'm, just, I'm so sick of dealing with this shit. <clears throat> yep. Just leave people to fuck alone, man. Well, just I, leave people to fuck alone. They're just un- trying to live their lives. Unfortunately, in a week or two's time, we're going to have to talk about it again, Mr. Graham. So I we're know. just going to keep it, pointing out. It's fucking annoying. I just, I, I can't stand it. Quote to Blues Brothers, we're on a mission from God. That's what it is, Sam. Mission from God. Uh, uh, listen, I, I will be ageist here, and you're going to have to stop using references from the early 90s. I was four. <laughs> I'm just it's fucking 80s. I saw Blues Brothers in the early 90s. I was seven. The original Blue Brothers was, they, he, he's not, he wasn't even, he didn't make it out of the 80s. He died. Oh. Thank you very much, boys and girls. Next up is going to be injury time, where we're going to preview the weekend's action. What of it that will actually fucking happen? Maybe, yeah. And uh, we talk about the beers we're drinking, and we check in on our adopted clubs. Sam, should one want to check out injury time, how do they go about doing it? Sure, it's patreon.com backslash do you football show. And just so you know, our adopted clubs are Real Betis uh, from La Liga because they had a hungover player during preseason and listed that as the reason he was not in the squad. Uh, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. Accrington Stanley. Who? Uh, correct. Uh, it's exactly. You know what? It's late Orient of the North. Yes. And then um, <laughs> it sounds like a Game of Thrones reference. Well, it's because we have a po- <laughs> close personal friend with Accrington Stanley. That's right. And the Ibs, because they do heroin. Well, the Ibs Sorry, don't do heroin. The area, the area they're in, uh, Edinburgh, is known for uh, the old horse. All the characters in Train Spotting that were all heroin addicts all supported Ibs, so we support Ibs because so we check, love that movie. Check it out. We also, as Sam said, have our side beers from our whiskey, and we rate and describe and talk about our beers. Me and Mel typically, and Sam only drinks fucking Ice House, so he chimes in with some bullshit from time to time. Um, everybody. <clears throat> Remember to check out the DU Drip Shack and uh, Mr. Graham. I haven't felt that good since uh, Campbell scored in 1972. Until next week, everybody. Who the fuck is that? Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Let's trade